What's like a square? <laughs> the internet connection symbol is a square. What is it when it's not connected? Like a bunch of C's getting bigger and bigger. C's. All righty. Like a backward C's. Backward C's. I think you know what the internet symbol on your computer looks like. I don't, don't question me right now. It doesn't now. look like a square. I'll say that no, much. Or a C. <laughs> it does. Do you mean an upside down C? With an Ethernet cord. prepared you're prepared to carry this yeah i am (laughs) are you ready hello and welcome to my top everything where today i'm your host mara and we'll be talking about the really exciting subject of our top three most memorable panic attacks which i'm sure is the listening content you are just looking forward to hearing today. Uh, <laughs> it's the content I was looking forward to talking about today. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this all day. I didn't avoid thinking about my top three <laughs> until like two hours ago. <laughs> I've been thinking about it for a week. Gotta get oh my good top content. Who put this on the list? They should be punished. And so I Grace don't want to say it was me. <laughs> Minus one point. <laughs> so, <laughs> right off the bat. But I feel like it is. <laughs> I think it it's was. a good topic. They'll learn a lot about us as people. I know. And I uh, personally, I feel like there's a couple I just can't talk about. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if we'll have any crossovers. I got five. I have five on my list Probably. in case. Me too. Because you have one of you three has been there for every one of these stories. Yeah, I also yeah. have five on my list for that exact same reason, just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure we will, which will be good because then we can. Are there any updates the from? Oh, I have something interesting. Okay. Um, Do tell. The episode top three conspiracy theories, and it yeah. I in a disclaimer. I say, like, take everything we say with 20,000 grains of salt. When I listened to that with Matthew, my partner, he said, why are you saying that? That's not what that expression, like, that's wrong to say 20,000 grains of salt. Um, What do you think? Like, where do you think the expression take it with a grain of salt comes from? Like, what to that? What does that mean to you? And where do you think it comes from? Yes, Mara. I think it's like food related in the sense of I think sand gets in to something and it's another Marie Antoinette situation where they're like, just take it with a grain of salt. Be happy you have bread to eat. That's my guess. I don't think it's right. I have literally no, I think I would have said something about food, but now that you've said that thing about Matt, I don't. I feel like it has to do with like resources or something, you know. Shipping. I don't know. So, <laughs> did you say shipping? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> ships, ships go abreast a oh, boat. What do you think? Boat. What do you think the grain of salt does, though? And the expression, like, wh- what do you think the grain of salt is doing? It's like causing it's like chaos. mitigating. It's like lowering your expectations or like it's mitigating something. Ruining the thing that you're getting. No. Wants sand. So I said it no. was like I said it was like reducing or like balancing out whatever you're doing. So like if right if you're saying something mm. 
like untrue, then you're going to need more grains of salt, like an anecdote, like sure. an antidote. Yeah. Oh, like I don't use it like that for like poison. Yeah, you, you know, don't it's, use it right. Just based on your explanation, I don't that think is you use right. It right. Thanks. Who doesn't use it right? Mara's? I don't know. Marion does it. No, what Mara does Mara doesn't do? Right. I don't like know. She's talking about ships and sand. I just don't think she knows what it means. <laughs> It was a Michael Scott sentence situation. Well, Thank you very much. <laughs> they they believe, and by they I mean linguists. Linguists believe that it comes from yeah, like something where people were saying, "Oh, if you want to reduce the effects of poison, like take it with a grain of salt oh. or things like that." Matt, when he tried to call me out on this, huh? He was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> "No, the grain of salt, God." what was it i can't even it was like the grain of salt was equal to the weight of how you were supposed to take the thing so like if you said twenty thousand grains of salt that would mean like oh it's serious like he was like oh take it with a grain of salt because that's how small it is that's how like not important it was um so that was yeah that that's was almost his like supporting your argument though interpretation of the no he no he was like don't say 20,000 grains of salt because it's not that significant. He's saying that the grain of oh. salt signifies like, wow, I'm <clears> saying <throat> signify a lot, but it, right. But insignificance, like this is how he's saying that what you were saying is insignificant. He's saying <laughs> that when somebody says, take it with a grain of salt, what they're saying is like, take my, what I'm saying with a grain of salt, because what I'm saying is about as insignificant or as like real oh. as a grain of salt. So he was like, if you said 20,000 grains of salt, you're implying that, gives it more that what you so have, it has deal. a lot of weight. It's like, you know, it's significant, oh, which is um, untrue. Until you this is an, un- said, yeah, an untrue interpretation. I don't, until you yeah. said 20,000 grains of salt, um, I have zero knowledge of anybody putting a number in front of grains of salt. It's just like, it's always been take it with a grain of salt, and that's right. That's the but only I, way I've ever heard that. Yeah, and, yeah, and Marion, Marion embellished. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to, you know, go further. And <laughs> where no man not is, only don't take us serious, like really question us. Yeah, <laughs> and boy howdy did he when he listened to that. <laughs> he was apparently I got something wrong with the Gulf of Tonkin. He was like you can't just say what you just said. I was like, okay. And then at one point during See 20 grains of salt, <laughs> at one point during that episode, I say that Mac Miller committed suicide. Apparently it was just an overdose and there's no like, that's suicide. There's no evidence. Oh. Well, I don't know. I didn't oh. look it up. According to him, there's no evidence that was intentional, but I literally didn't look it up. Cause like the last time I thought about Mac Miller was like right after he died because of Ariana Grande. And yeah. it was like, oh, that's who that is. it was like still unclear whether or not it was intentional or accidental. And people yeah. were speculating that it was intentional. So I guess it wasn't, I don't know. Anyway, apparently we committed a lot of slander that episode. So that's my update. <laughs> I didn't even know who Mac Miller was until you repeated it right now. So yeah. Which, you know. Yeah. So just I've used, I've used, for the record, I've used numbers in front just to try to, yeah, like jazz it up a little bit, give it some pizzazz. So mm, yeah, it's, don't take anything yeah. we say. There's that time we got Susan Boyle incorrect. I just, you know, <laughs> like we don't know what we're talking about. We don't about. know what we're talking and about. And we're no. exposing really that. When, I just but say that's how we start a lot of our arguments. Yeah. 
yeah, we all say everything with complete confidence. That's who we are as people. And it's usually the things I'm saying the most confidently, I usually have the least idea about. I know the least about the things I'm. I don't know if that's true. I think between the three of us, we have a pretty good knowledge base, you know, which is why we call each other out, which is why arguments start. See, podcast. This is great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Thanks, listeners. Thanks for listening to our misinformation. We appreciate it. (laughs) Please spread it. Um, (laughs) Carrie, you go first. Okay. I I don't think you've gone first in a while. Yeah, I probably not. I'm trying to decide which. So here. Okay. So this was the first. This was when I got introduced to like what panic attacks are kind of. So this one was when we were all three living in St. Paul. And we were in the apartment and uh, we had ju- I had just moved. I didn't there. I so- didn't put this one on because I figured you would talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was um, in August. You had been back for two months. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, yeah, like two months. Yeah. So I, I you guys have been living together for probably like five months at that point. I had just moved in a couple months before. And I don't remember the exact situation, but I remember I think I had it doesn't matter I anyway we were sitting there and you Marion started having what we now know is a panic attack and I don't remember like what was I, I was in the kitchen this? uh I know now that my panic attacks can be triggered by caffeine or heat like sometimes when I get overheated it, there's more likelihood of a panic attack happening and that was when I was very anxious you know I had a very like I, I had uprooted my whole life changed a lot of things all at once like no more relationship no more traveling around the world like back in America like just a lot of things and so I was very anxious all the time and I remember that I I think I got like essential oils to try and help and I had felt myself kind of freaking out and I put the essential oils it did not help that's what that's all I I remember being in the kitchen being very very hot and then suddenly I was having a panic attack happening yeah and but we didn't correct me if I'm wrong but we didn't know quite yet that that was what it was like we knew you were having like an issue yes I didn't I don't think we identified panic attacks at that point yeah so we were talking about it and like trying to figure out what to do and I was like you want to go on a walk and you were like yeah yeah, I need to go on a walk. Like, let's go on a walk. And we walked for like two hours through just like the random neighborhoods of St. Paul and talked about, I remember this, why I remember it is because I remember like walking around in like the twilight and you talking about how you had remembered it happening in Australia when you were diving and you were at the Great Barrier Reef and I hadn't heard that story and just how you were like kind of, you were like starting to connect the dots on that walk of that feeling being like at certain points in time. And those like similar physical reactions. And you were like, I think by the end of the walk, you were like, maybe this is a problem. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) maybe I should do something about this. I think it was because like typically when I got that feeling, there was a, there was a good, it it was more obvious why it was happening. Like I could understand why I got that feeling when I was going underwater in the Great Barrier Reef, you know, like, but I didn't understand like it happening just while I was like cooking in the kitchen and we were all hanging out like for no reason. I, yeah, I remember being like, this is, this is an issue. Like I can't live yeah, my life like that. Or <clears throat> no. I've been told by a couple 
um, you know, therapists that, or not therapists. Uh, I had been told by a couple, couple of doctors that they suspected I had an anxiety disorder at the time, mm-hmm. but I didn't believe them. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Thinking back to that time, because that would have been in what, 2017? Yeah. 2017. Like, it's been five, I mean, as of last year, it, it's been six years and everything is different. We all go to therapy. Yeah. You now know you have a panic <laughs> disorder and OCD. Like, it's crazy the leaps yeah. and bounds that have happened in I six know. years. It, it really ended up explaining a lot. At the time, I wasn't yeah. really ready. And that was, I had just like, you know, seen that male therapist and he was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, he was like, the worst. Oh, do you really think you need therapy? And I. <laughs> I was like, I guess not. And that was your first. Yeah, that was my first interaction with a therapist. And I had spent like years like trying to psych myself up for the idea that maybe I deserve therapy. And then like talk to him about the very first thing about how hard it was to get to that moment of being there because I just like felt like my problems weren't big enough to like deserve therapy or anything. And then the next session with him, he's like, oh, so maybe you should take some time off and actually decide if you really need therapy. Like, I don't know. And I was like, you, what? (laughs) It's just, it's so confusing because like, one, you're a paying customer. Like at the end of the day, like that's like a real thing. But also if somebody has worked up so long and told you that they have worked so long to get to the point where they're like finally ready to start addressing some shit. And then the second time you see them, you just bury them. You're like, ah, you're probably fine. Like what? He was a bad. Did you go to therapy school? Like (laughs) he's a bad therapist. (laughs) He was very pretty though. He's a handsome, handsome man and young. Oh my God. But he was a bad therapist. And I think, I think probably part of it was that in our first session, I had, I had a lot of death anxiety. Had a yeah. lot of death anxiety. <laughs> uh-huh. See, six years changes it all, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally over that. Um, yeah. uh, that was before yeah. I had death anxiety. Yeah, Thanks, guys. you're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> and he and I was talking a lot about it, and he is clearly Christian, is the vibe I got because he didn't understand. And I think honestly, it was a gift that he didn't try mm-hmm. to continue with me because we didn't vibe, and I was. I was not well-versed enough in therapists to know that, like that yeah. we were a really bad fit anyway. Like, but yeah, so this was, this was right in the middle that I remember that panic attack. It was very, yeah, I was very scared because I didn't really n- know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the only ones, it, it kind of leads into my number three was every time in Australia, um, where I would, I would smoke the, the green herb and then, um, like for 45 minutes directly after smoking, I would be like having a panic attack, but I had no idea that that was going on. I just, it yeah. always happened whenever I smoked. And so yeah. I just thought that that was part of that was just part of getting high. The feeling. You were like, why do people do this? I, was, I remember you talking about it and being like, this is not enjoyable. I mean, what sucks is like I would feel better after and I would enjoy it. But yeah. it was like I knew I had to get through the part where I thought I was having a heart attack and dying. And like yeah. the only thing that made it better was getting up and moving because then I couldn't feel my heart beat as fast. Like because if you're that's why I wanted to go up and walk with you. It's because like it. it yeah. Well, first of all, the cool air, but then also like when 
my heart, I'm very aware of my heart pounding when those things happen and it gets me all worked up. And so if you're walking, then you can't really feel, or if your yeah. heart is pounding, it makes sense. You're like moving, yeah. you're exercising. Yeah. It's not, it's not something you're questioning. If you're like doing physical activity, you're just like, okay, this is what's supposed to happen. Uh, yeah. stop that when I'm standing still, just like, don't do that. Yeah. And it's weird that my like ex never put the dots together either. He was just always like really confused why I insisted on going for a walk for an hour right after we got high. Cause like for him, he was Every like, time. he was like, I would really like to just sit here and I'd be like, we have to get up and move right now or else I'm like going to lose it. <laughs> you can't be here. Again, oh, I think it's funny cause you would have been what? 25, 24. You were younger. So 24 but also the year before. So 23, 24. It is crazy how different people think when they're 23, 24 versus like yes. 32, 31, whatever. Yeah. None of us are 32. Oh, so I don't so know why old. you're saying that. What the fuck? I, was I mean, thinking, you're close to 30. I'm dyslexic. 32, 23. It made sense in my head. <laughs> it doesn't make sense um, when I say it out loud. It's fine. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> my number three most memorable panic attack. It all goes back to my childhood yes yes <laughs> let's take it back i don't know i'm sure i've told this story before but i was i was a cute little camper at a camp and i was out there doing camp shit. and one of them is that stupid rock wall and like they have it so like it is like the first like four feet four or five feet is like nothing and so um and then after like five feet is a total like rock wall with the like plastic handy things. And then to start, they put you, they like put a ladder up, you climb the ladder and then you go. And I got, <laughs> I got off the ladder. Uh, and I think that's about as far as I got. Oh. And I just like, I froze up and I, I remember not moving. I don't want to use the words blacked out because I was like so clamped onto that motherfucker. <laughs> but um, that's yeah. yeah. That, I, it's just a cool thing that happens to me anytime I get like six feet off the ground. <laughs> so that was like your first yeah. memory of a panic attack. That's like the first one I could think of. I feel like there's other ones, but you know, trauma and forgetting. Thank uh, God for brains, huh? Yeah, I didn't I actually found it kind of hard to make some of these because there's like a couple that I've talked about a bunch but then I'm like there has to be other ones that I just like didn't realize were happening or yeah that I've just decided to forget yeah I didn't even like remember that great barrier reef one until you said it like that oh that's my most potent weirdly because I've been with you for quite a few but like weirdly that's the most potent one in my brain because I think we <laughs> talked right after it and you described it in great detail and you talked about your ears and you were sick and yeah you weren't sure like yeah well and I, also I was like oh my god the Great Barrier Reef like you're gonna be left behind and I got really scared for you it's the whole thing yeah yeah that was a terrible story that you told us uh <laughs> thank you well yeah I had a, oh, yeah I had a dysfunctional eustachian tube which I didn't know at the yeah. time and you have to be able to, like, your ears have to be able to pop and level when you're scuba diving. I had gotten certified no problem, and then something happened, which makes sense. I used to have a lot of ear infections and had a lot of tubes when I was a kid. Like, something's – my ears were not made right. The, genetically, these ears should not be passed along is what I've concluded. And um, <laughs> I think because of all the going up and down during those six months, like, something – my use, my use station tube failed, got limp. 
It's not rigid. And so basically what was happening is it wasn't clearing when I went down. (laughs) And so then I was going down for scuba and I was getting worried that I was going to pop my eardrum because like I couldn't tell if my ear was clearing. And then, yeah, and then we we would try to go down and I'd be convinced that my respirator wasn't working and I'd be like, I can't breathe when we go down. Like yeah. anytime my, I would be like at eye yeah. level and if my eyes went below the water, I'd freak out. I feel that with the scuba diving when you and I went to that scuba diving camp together, <laughs> the pool was just fine. And I like, then when we got to the lake, which was all muddy and not clear and just disgusting. And this, you did not very, like What's that. the thing? <laughs> With the twirly thing on the back of the boat. Motor? No, it's like the giant. Rotor? It's it's not a rotor. You guys know the old timey like boats? You mean the ones that are like a steam engine and it's got yeah. like all those pad- the paddles? No, no, no. Yeah. It's not. It's like the, it's a. It's like a fan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looks like, like a fan. Yeah, and then it's, it's like, like the whole that movement the is what pushes the boat. Is yeah. that like paddle gets underwater and pushes. Like in Finding yeah. Nemo, yeah. the things that people yeah. get chopped up in. <laughs> yes. Oh, you mean the one where the fish escapes, though? That's what you're talking about. The blades. Yeah. No. Paddle the big blade. blades, those big three it's blades. It's not a blade. No, it's not a blade. It's like a 1950s It's attached situation. on both sides of the paddle. It's a steamboat. Right. It's a motherfucking steamboat. Did I not say that? You did say that. Did you? But <laughs> what? I don't know why she's talking why about it, talking but I know I saw it when she went. We weren't on a steamboat. Because when we went scuba diving in the lake, the steamboat had just come in, and so the fucking dust was even worse than it normally is okay. in the lake. So the visibility <laughs> was shit. One, what and lake I, is this? Two, what dust? Like, what is one, happening? Okaboji. Two, it was not. <laughs> it was just not. Not clear it was not it was murky it's a lake it was yeah. well, it no, was, but it was it because was, the steamboat it was murkier because it's supposed to be one of the like the clear Clearest water lake in iowa. in iowa basically and it's supposed to be good for a little your first time scuba diving ever i guess oh, but terrible um, yeah it was pretty gross actually i mean i enjoyed it this was yeah, pre and i didn't want to go down and i remember like losing my breath and the instructor was basically like okay well I have to go down so you're either doing this or you're staying here and I was like guess I'm going down (laughs) wow camp was really rough for you huh (laughs) that's both of your stories so far (laughs) was the first one at camp yeah it was huh (laughs) (laughs) oh my god uh Kara, liven us up. What's your number two (laughs) this is not a liven up topic this is a terrible Um, topic So I've only had two. I wouldn't even call this one I'm about to say like a panic attack, but I was influenced by other people. No, this is a panic, panic attack. Sorry, this is a panic attack. 100%. Just, is this on your list? Um, it was, yeah, but I I will keep it off. But uh, this, yeah, of course, this, the triple bamf panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, what, 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 my list. At what time in your life do you witness... Three people have a panic attack at once. I don't know. Like, I couldn't believe it. My eyes. We were dropping like flies, man. It was just one after the other. Okay. So, Marion does a birthday trip. Marion does a trip for her birthday every year. And we were on an international week long trip to Banff because she's so. Oh my God, it was Canada. It's hardly international. (laughs) It was international. We had to bring our passports. Barely. (laughs) 
Well then, I don't either. Uh, I have an enhanced license. Oh, I do. You have, didn't need a passport to get in. You don't know. You just need like your real license. ID. You can get. It's called. It's an enhanced ID, and I can get into Mexico and Canada with it. Um, Sorry, we were in Banff. Okay, so we're all in Banff, and it's international. Us three and Savina, and we we went on a hike, and it's not that like we okay so on the first day we went on this hike where we we went god now that i'm doing regular hikes i think we probably did like three thousand foot gain like there was was very intense it would have been like probably 10 miles or something it was a pretty intense hike the first day it was a 12 mile we thought we were 12 mile hike we thought we were gonna die we were preparing (laughs) the situation in our own we didn't tell each other on the first hike we were all each preparing our own scenario for if we couldn't find the way out okay but but that's post panic attack that's not even no that's before no 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 no. because this is no it was no yes that was the first day kara no no the panic attacks were on the very first hike and no yes kara yeah yes they were because by the time we had re- summited that motherfucker, I had like given up all hope. Because what happened? Uh, I thought we were going to be on that for the night. We, our our luggage got lost as we went to Bam. Yeah, let's yeah, let's back it yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> our luggage got lost. United. I was just trying to get to the we panic spent, attack. No, we spent <laughs> the morning trying to buy stuff in that little town in Banff. Like yes. coats, everything that was lost, sleeping bags. Yeah. And sleeping while bag. we were at the shop tent it was like literally <laughs> like 12 30 1 p.m the day was basically shot because of it yeah and the hike we were gonna do we couldn't do anymore and we struck up a conversation with the shop owner he showed who us who on- was hmm. really into essential oils and how <laughs> uh good they are for strep throat and like you guys mostly kara got tied into this conversation with this man for like most of the time I was shopping for a coat, which, thank you. I love people that are excited about things. I just want to listen. Yeah. Anyway, anywho. So he showed us on a map and he's like, oh, here's a hike you could do today. And it's like not that long, a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, he asked us, he's like, what's your experience with hiking? And then he looks us up and down and we were like, oh, we're pretty experienced. Like, whatever, which I believe is true. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, OK, well, here's this hike. You're going to go up this and down this and it'll take you. And I quote, he said four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think we started this hike around 1.30 or 2. This is what I remember. And yeah, the first part of the hike is just the idea is you go straight up the mountain when you and then you cross over the top of the mountain and then you go down and around through the woods. And that part's very like easy, but long. But the first yeah. part is very intense and like very like just kind of straight up. And we kept asking very people like, w- how far are we? You remember there was that one girl that was like, you're almost oh liar. A bunch of lying. <laughs> like 30 minutes is what in. I found. Like 30 minutes in, we were like, how far? And she's like, oh, you're almost there. Lies. Girl, it was like it ended up being like a seven hour, eight hour hike, right? No, it, we 10, we got 12, done 40? at like eleven p.m. Luckily, it was Banff in the summertime, so it was still light out. But it was like literally. Do you remember we like? Yeah, I, we got to a place to eat at like eleven thirty. We had to find a bar that was open and have those 
nasty burgers. I was so crabby and like the place almost wasn't open. And I was like, I'm not cooking dinner. I'll just go to bed and wake up even more hangry. (laughs) Yeah. We were all breaking down in the parking lot about anyway. So we're, we're, we're not even there. We're up, we're up, we're walking the mountain and we get off the trail a little bit somehow. And there's like this ledge. Do you remember the ledge? And we had to kind of hop where you had to hug the rock. Yeah. We had to like hop to another part. And I feel like Sabina was leading it or something, but Sabina was also freaking out. She was like shaking at this point. This is when I first discovered, Oh, Sabina doesn't like heights, which I feel like I did not know up until this moment. So we get, we cross that little difficult part. Then we realize this is not a trail at all. There's nowhere to go. We had to go back, hug the rock again, jump over. So at this point, I think this is the first time that Savina cries is after that. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First cry of the hike. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, we kind of calm her down and then we go, we keep going up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. And we keep going up and there's more and more and then like... Mara's getting freaked out too. And then, do you remember any details? I, here's what I remember. I remember that we, basically the way that the trail was is you had to go kind of, not scramble, but like either they were kind of boulders. And so you had to go up on top of a very large, huge rock, but via boulders. And then you walked across this big boulder and then you had to, kind of go straight down on the other side of the rock and there were trees and stuff so you kind of had handholds and like it wasn't scary there was now that i'm looking back there was a switchback it was a switchback it was a little switchback down that big rock i remember it clearly it was like like on the rock face though it was the switchback oh it was there was vegetation and everything this is all there were it was this is why it's crazy this was one of the least the scary parts of the hike in my just unbiased opinion and not scary Kara, Kara, Savina and I are all freaking out Savina is leading the way Kara's in the middle I'm behind them we're all going down on our butts and Mary I'm and I they're like wait, literally the crawling on all fours for the record backwards. we had kind of paired off with each of you like not I was yet. like I'll take Savina no we hadn't paired off yet it was after this you, oh. you are, <laughs> no we are not even right there yet this. yeah the four okay. of us um, are there I'm so glad this is my number two <laughs> Yeah, you're getting. And we're it all, all going wrong. down this, and we're all crying. And Marion is like in disbelief. I remember you just saying out loud, "Like, is this happening?" I took right one now? picture what am I watching? because everyone's yes. like doing literally like Savina or some, Savina sobbing, and she goes three points of contact, and she's like holding on to a trunk. She's like got her other hand on the ground. She's like scooting. All of you are scooting. I like walked down. I like literally just walked you down did. the switchback. Like, what is this? I remember it was barely it was a like, switchback. I remember it was like Savina started panic attacking, and then Mara started panic attacking, and then I was watching them freak out. And I was like, huh, maybe I should be panic attacking. And I it was like, my body was just like, you're no. done. This is it. You and Savina made me freak out. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes. Because I remember being the third and Marion, that's when Marion was like, what the f*** is happening? Yeah, because I just couldn't like, believe that Kara, like, because Mara kind of made sense. Like, there had been yeah. past, like, height issues or whatever. Savina was... <laughs> a surprise to me but like i had seen earlier in the hike so i knew she yeah. was freaked out but then when you started also freaking out i was like what's going on and then you you finished that part and you immediately went like 10 feet away from it and you just you just squatted yeah you like <laughs> i squatted and found two very cold rocks and squeezed them very hard <laughs> and 
that was my tactic. Like, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna literally ground yes. myself. I was like grounding, touch the ground, touch you the were, ground, like, crying, be the ground. It's like, I was like, what is happening? Yeah, here? I cried. Yeah, I did yeah. cry. You're right. That was a straight up panic attack. You're right. And you were like, I don't want to talk about it. I just like it. Kara, I found was, the picture. It's Savina, you, and then me. Damn, you guys are not in the middle. I don't remember. Receipts. I, yeah, I remember. But I thought we got to post that picture this, on anyway. Instagram. <laughs> Damn it. I, do, I remember being the third. I thought, at least in my failed memory, I thought I was the last one to get, get panicked. Um, but regardless, maybe that was you a, were, but you were in the middle. In the middle, maybe that's why. Is your energies were just like attacking me from both sides? I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, fine, I guess I'll do it too. Yeah, <laughs> and then you had, you know, and then they, the both of them kind of recovered, and then you were like, it took me a while. It took me a while. I did. I was fine later because I when because we hadn't reached the scree yet, and that was when I was with Savina, and she was just like still i mean i think for eight hours she had a panic attack pretty much like that whole hike yeah because she was already um, high emotions like boiling on edge and then the scree happened and you guys kind of zoomed ahead and yeah to get then it over was when we broke off yeah exactly and then mara and i yeah took our time through it um but then had a nice freak out about how we were probably moving too slow and <laughs> That's, you know, the start of... Yeah, because the sun's starting to set now. Uh, yeah. And the light's going low. And there's only... Do you remember, Mara? There were those people. It was like two guys yeah. and a girl behind us. And they were yes. going... And we, we were, were kind of leapfrogging for a bit. And then they got slower than us. And that was the only thing that was keeping us going was like, there's yes. someone behind us. We're not... Because we had seen <laughs> yeah. so many people leave. And we were like... Uh, yeah. If we had um, known, we probably a lot of people started the hike the other way around. I think where they start on the the flat part through the forest that would have been way better. And then yeah, yeah slowly. But then there's that part with all the like loose rocks, and yeah. I don't think I would have been able to like climb up because that at that point you would have been gravel. like two thirds of the way through. Yeah, but it, we luckily that was on the beginning edge of our well, what we thought was the end, but the very beginning of our trip. So yeah, so we finally get up to the top. Finally, it's been hours now. We know we're like completely fine. Like we've missed the, it's like past the four hour mark that that guy promised us. And we're, yeah. we know that we're just at the top. And when we're at, and I remember having service at the top and being so freaked out. I don't remember who I sent a message to, but I was like, hey, this is where we are. Uh, if you don't hear from me <laughs> tomorrow morning, please start the search here. <laughs> yeah. And we, <laughs> we were like, so, there's some snow. Running, no water. No water. Nothing. We were so unprepared because we just had no idea what this guy had gone in the center. And then we're like looking over. At, I remember being at the top and looking over and it's literally just like this big valley below us and mountains on yeah. either side. And yeah. you, you can just see like the sun like fading. And there's on a one rainbow. There oh, you're on the other side. But yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't clear where to go. No, there was no. no it wasn't on the back of the mountain. No. Yeah, it was. I have this picture, and it's like super zoomed out, and the path is in the picture. And then you, if you zoom in like four times, then you can finally see the fucker. And it was yeah, it was bad. You know? So we yeah we start going down, and yeah I know I, I we learned later that we were all thinking this, but I was literally like, where are we gonna like take up shelter for the Camp. night? Like I was yeah. really not sure. <laughs> yes. It's like the only I've only had two times two hikes where I was like I'm not sure I'm gonna make this before nightfall yeah. and that was one where mm -hmm. i was like it might 
like I was like, will we be warm enough? Like it's going to get cold. No, I, I ran out of water in the first like hour because I thought it was a four hour hike. And my my pack had br- my brought a camelback and one water bottle. My camelback broke and leaked everywhere. And yeah, then and I then only had, had my water it. bottle, which I drank within the first hour. And so the whole rest of the hike. And I, so I'm considering sleeping there that night. And I'm like, I still don't even have water. Like, what the I'm hell? like, there are bears here. Like, what are we going to do? We don't have matches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a mess. And so then we got through. I'm really glad that none of us voiced said, any of that. Yeah, said anything. <laughs> I think we were all like eyeing each other. Like, none of you guys can handle it. it turned out we couldn't. None of yeah, us could. it's like there's been enough panic rough. attacks. Can't be over here talking about like what yeah. are we gonna do if we don't make it out? And the but there were those people behind <laughs> us, so that was and I never saw them get out. And nope. <laughs> no, but we did. I think when we reached the forest, because we had kept you know seeing around the bends, we would check back, and they were still. I think there. we were yelling at them. We were like communicating. Yeah, oh, yeah. because there was yeah. a part where after you went down the initial mountain, there's it's just like boulders gravel like a rock field and you don't know where to go it's very unclear there's no like stains or sticks or anything people had put cairns up like those rock piles and that was we were like literally searching for the rock piles you know trying to figure out like how to go and then i remember when we got out of that then we saw the path and we saw the path leading to the forest and we were like hallelujah it still ended up being like two or three hours (laughs) after that because that's a very turns out that was most of the miles of the hike it was like eight miles of the hike (laughs) um which thankfully it was super like it was free going it was good yeah it was a nice little hike and it was starting to get dark when we were in the forest. I remember we were, it was like getting dark yeah. in the forest. But at that point, it was like, it was just like, how long is this forest going to last? Like we can outlast the path on the forest. Yeah. That was a crazy one. Yeah. I had that, that as my, my number list. one. I can't believe that was your oh. number two. That's because oh before God, we read, and I still don't, it, it emotionally didn't hit as hard as the only other one I've had. So that's my number one, which you'll hear about soon. Okay. But now that you, if you, I mean. I have many, so (laughs) I have honorable mentions later. I would say probably my, my number two is, um, our friend group decided to get tattoos and I was, I was kind of like the main one, the main instigator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, provocateur yeah. of this yes. i was mm. i got the <laughs> i figured out the design i figured out like the last minute tattoo artist who had a cancellation who could take us like um i told amanda she could not bring her boyfriend uh even though it's a birthday weekend great call <laughs> Fuck you brian <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, i hope you hear this and we were we got bagels beforehand and it yes. was like you know 30 40 minutes before the appointment and i like it really we had been talking about how we were going to make amanda go first because amanda's like the biggest wimp out of us out of our group and so we were like she has to go first because if she sees anyone else go she's gonna wimp out she's not gonna do it like we had to make her go first because like she's gonna back out um and as we were leaving with our bagels and it became real what we were doing, I, I remember like, I, I, or maybe people were still checking out. I, not everyone was done, but like I was, my body began to freak out about the fact that we were about to be this 
do this very new scary thing. Carrie, you were actually there. I was like, can you come walk with me? Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, I'm like f- freaking out. At that point, out I was seasoned. This. I was seasoned in the walking. Yeah. That at that point, you've been through several of them. So it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I had the script <laughs> down. It was like in the car. I was driving. Kara was the only one in the car with me. And I was like trying really hard not to like spiral with a panic attack. Like I was trying to, I had been pacing outside the bagel shop. I had been like, can we go? Like I need to go. And then got in the car and we put on Hamilton. Do you remember? I was just about to say, I remember oh putting God. on music that was going to be like distracting. Yeah. You're like, I'll, I'll I put on some music. I didn't remember it was Hamilton. It was Hamilton yeah. because then I was like, oh, I'll just sing along. Like, and it did actually yeah. do a very good job of taking me out yeah, of it. Yeah, it did. But then when we got there, I was like, my panic attack had made me realize I had to be the first one to get the tattoo. Yeah. I was like, I cannot sit through like anyone else doing it, not even Amanda. So Amanda and I went in and I got my tattoo and she got her tattoo. And oh my God, was she a little baby about it. She <laughs> she got five dots. Ladies and the gentlemen. The size of like a pencil tip. She intentionally not wanted circles. them literal dots wanted them to look like freckles or little moles and she got five dots and this girl squeezed my hand so hard and screamed like she was giving birth to a baby and (laughs) and i had sat there while this lady dragged like the the needle like through my thigh back and forth back and forth and just a little like it took like 30 seconds and amanda amanda was like screaming and writhing the whole time I was like what is this <laughs> I remember I remember later not even later I remember thinking at the time I can't and we paid for her tattoo because it was her birthday and I remember thinking this is a waste of 50 bucks it like, was 75 dollars like, 75 whatever it was I was like I can't believe we paid five dollars 20 dollars per dot or something like that I was like oh my god yeah we each paid 15 dollars this is why I remember each dot cost 15 dollars and we each claimed the dot yeah yeah, yeah. it was a good one yeah, so it wasn't the worst panic attack because actually it was one that I was able to, we were able to kind of stop it oh. from going full-fledged. So I thought it might be kind of a good one because it didn't, it was a su- success story where I didn't go too yeah. far. Yeah. Mara, what's your number two? Um, I will say after I got that tattoo, I was also freaking yeah. out. Yeah, I, you had post-freak out. I did have post freak out because it was my first tattoo and like, it's just a baby tattoo. It's just Cassiopeia. It's five dots and some lines. Um, and I, yeah, I freaked out. I paid for my tattoo and then I went to a nail place and I got my nails done while I waited for the I rest remember, of you guys to be finished. I remember yeah. that I was sitting outside because we weren't all allowed back there. We had to like take turns who got to be back there. And you came out with your tattoo. You showed it to us. Everyone was doing a like proud like show off their tattoo thing. And you sat down for like maybe 10 seconds. I remember I was sitting outside the shop waiting and you you came down, you sat down Just- and you went... I think I'm going to go get my nails done. And you bolted yeah. off. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, no, I cannot believe I just did this. Um, yeah. Did the so nails my freak help? out was after. Did what? it help? Did your nails help? Yeah, yeah, she was oh. much uh, yeah. much more relaxed after the nails. She just had some time yes. to calm yeah. down. She had to, pay, yourself. had to pay $35 to feel better. But... <laughs> That is so funny because like the minute she started actually doing the tattoo, my body immediately was like, okay, like we know what's happening now. 
yeah it's not unexpected like this is fine and i was very like euphoric after it was done and i was like yes but yeah mine was did i make a mistake is that where i wanted it is that how i wanted it this will be with me forever and it's very visible (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 it's fine yeah you really went from zero to 100 yeah (laughs) on the tattoo front i did i was all over the place uh, my number two panic attack is another outdoors one. Uh, you're welcome, listeners. This one time, Savina and I were on a cute little Memorial Day uh, trip with just ourselves. And we went to Colorado and we were going to do some 14ers. And we were out there and we decided to do grays and we got up there and we were just climbing and we we're living our little best life. And I go to take a fucking selfie as one does on top of a mountain. Yes. I and remember. my hair is just sticking straight up like the ones that aren't in my ponytail. And they are just straight up. Yeah, you have like and a halo. Yeah. But just like eight inches of hair just mm-hmm. standing. <laughs> and... uh it's when we realized we were hiking a little too late in the day. Because uh, I didn't realize my hair was doing that. And Savina didn't say it out loud. So then I was like, oh, look what my hair is doing. And she's like, yeah, I know. And then that's the moment I realized she was freaked out. I was like, this is what nice. What do you mean too late in the day? To that. If you are hiking, the mountain areas are known to get a lot of afternoon thunderstorms. And so the electrical charge in the air gets really high in the afternoon around like 2 p.m. because it's like prepare it's preparing to storm and so since you're so high up altitude wise you're way closer to the clouds mm. and you can f- like you can feel that electrical yeah, activity and since you're above the tree line you're like the first thing in line for death during <laughs> a, like, for a bolt a, of lightning to hit you yeah yeah i told that story uh, the other day to my therapist i think because oh. i was i can't remember anyway i told that story the other day to somebody and they didn't know it because we don't have thunderstorms in washington so nobody like pays attention to that sort of stuff because it never happened i just thought that was really interesting wild i know uh, and then the, so we're, <clears throat> that's not where the panic attack happens. I was like, okay, let's deal with this. I was a little freaked out, but then we started like kind of running back down the mountain. We were like, okay, we have to get lower. And to get up to where we had been, we did kind of, um, do a little, uh, lightweight bouldering. And so on the way back down, once again, I was just frozen to a rock and I like couldn't move. And then there's this like Baltic man, I don't know. He's probably not Baltic. He was wearing a sweatsuit. Sounds Baltic to me. And he had a fanny pack. And he's like, clearly just a tourist that was like, yeah, I'll do this. And like, just, I'm going to do a 14er. No big deal. And he's like passing us. And I'm like stuck. And then Savina was like walking me through. Um, okay, you have to let go. <laughs> and you have to keep moving. Um, cause I thought I was just going to fall. Yeah. But where am I going with this? Was that the panic attack? It was all fine. <laughs> yeah. That was the panic attack. I was just stuck to a boulder. Me just, me a boulder and Savina's dulcet tones telling me it will be all right. <laughs> Thanks, Savina. <laughs> but anyway, this is why people wake up at 3am to hike. Uh, really tall mountains the other tall mountain that we hiked on that trip we we did wake up at 3 a.m uh to hike learned your lessons 
Yeah. Uh, weren't, Mama didn't raise dumb bitches. Thanks. Who knew there'd be so much like hiking talk in a podcast about panic attacks? Uh, <laughs> all of mine pretty much happen outdoors. And when I was describing this to my psychiatrist, she, like in saying, telling her what brings them on, and she was like, oh, you're like putting yourself in these situations. <laughs> Uh, like, uh, it's normal for you to be having a panic attack at that point. Why yeah. do you keep doing it? <laughs> it's funny. Valid question. I was actually thinking when we told the first story, I was like, wow, we really put ourselves in these really, uh, like we have toilets and running water and TV and beds and we go out and we lay in the, lay on the ground and we hike mountains out of choice and have panic attacks pretty regularly. It sounds like so. Yeah, that's just reconnecting with nature. <laughs> yeah, fighting your inner man. Myself, it's really man versus really good. man versus self. Yeah. Okay, let's do our sponsors real quick. Okay, our number three sponsor this week is Grayson, our producer and sound engineer. Thanks, Gray. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Grayson. Does anyone have a number two? What, what? I mean, number two should be therapy, right? Like one hundo. <laughs> Just therapy in general. Everyone deserves it. Don't let the haters hate. Don't let your therapist tell you you don't need therapy. You you should get therapy. Yeah. Everyone should get therapy. You should therapy. You should be getting therapy right now instead of listening to this. I was also gonna <laughs> say yes, number two in the hand in hand with yeah. therapy would be Sertraline, Zoloft, Lexapro, Wellbutrin, Gabapentin, Clonidine, Clonopin, Xanax. (laughs) All those good, good drugs. Thanks for for keeping me chill. Honestly. I'm on three of those right now. Not really. (laughs) But I could be. Can't you tell? (laughs) Actually, f*** them. I don't know if it was Clonopin, one of the fast acting ones. When I got my LASIK, it did Xanax. nothing. They gave me, they're like, here's some oh. quick acting anti-anxiety drugs. So that way you don't freak out about the surgery. And it did not, it did not help. I needed like three of them. I should have said, I'm extra anxious. Just like down the hatch. <laughs> like, yeah, I know sometimes when I'm having a real anxious day and I take my second dose of my anti-anxiety, um, I feel like I didn't take it. Oh, wow. So... And of course, our number one sponsor for this week is Existential Dread, uh, (laughs) Quarter Life Crisis, the mental health pandemic that's surging through the country, and probably... The only guaranteed thing is death. All of that. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't done my taxes yet. (laughs) (laughs) Is that grouped in the same? (laughs) Death and taxes. That's the same. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the podcast. (laughs) Okay. My number one was also uh, spurred on by another one of Marion's birthday trips. This one was when we were in a canoe trip. And it it wasn't on the trip. Uh, We were on the canoe trip for Marion's birthday. We did like a three-day canoe down the Mississippi while it was flooded. It was this whole thing. And on the van ride back... From that trip, <laughs> it's you, Mara. 
uh, Mario goes, uh, so what do you, are you going to go to grad school or what? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go next fall or whatever. And you're like, girl, girl you need to get on that. You got to do this, 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 this. When are you going to start? Blah, blah, blah. And you like peppered me with questions. And I was like, oh my God. And I freaked out for like dates. Like I was on edge for days. And that's I called, just started dating. That's actually called an anxiety attack. They're different. Anxiety attacks are the ones well, that last no, no, for no. days. I'm getting so I, I my anxiety attack led into a panic oh, attack. Okay, excuse me. Um, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and I, it's like the what I thought was the only one until this podcast recording. Um, and so we had that conversation. I had just started officially dating Grayson like four weeks before ish, and uh, about a day later, maybe two, Mara and I were sitting. I was doing dishes, and Mara was sitting in the kitchen, like eating a snack or making a charcut or something. And I just had a full like I my body started sweating. I got wicked hot. My throat, my heart was in my throat. Like I just had the most intense what I now know is a panic attack and I'm just washing this dish over and over and over and over again and I was trying to explain to Mara what was going on and she did you did a really good job you asked me like where I think it's coming from blah blah blah. and I realized that the source was that I would have to stop dating Grayson because he was born and raised in Minnesota boy was saving for a house I'm 25 I'm trying to get out of here you know and I was like I was like I just committed to this person and I'm gonna have to leave because I'm gonna go to grad school in a year and some change months and you were like you know you should just probably talk to him it like you know that's (laughs) that's a reasonable next step and I was like okay you're right yes and I like called him I was like I'm coming over and he was like okay and he opens the door to his apartment and he's like like come in what's going on blah blah I was like no get your shoes we're going we're going on a walk we gotta walk we gotta walk and we go to this nearby park and we were sitting on this bench being peppered by mosquitoes. Just by the end, my face was just like a mole hound. It was disgusting. And so we're just sitting there and Grayson's like, can we leave? Like this mosquito, the mosquitoes are so bad. I was like, no, now we sit. We walked, now we sit. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to explain the whole situation about how I'm I'm a tumbleweed running through the through the desert and I'm, I'm bound yeah. to leave. And I just, you can't keep up with such a tumbleweed. You're a rockin'. You stay in one place. <laughs> just, just laying it on thick. And I was like, but maybe would you consider possibly coming with me to grad school and he was like yeah no and that was the end of the conversation (laughs) sounds like it wasn't how someone else remembers it grayson i remember you thinking. no i'm kidding it's it you did it you did you did you did a great job yes you didn't have a very big ask of me because you weren't exaggerating it wasn't hey we've been dating for three months will you move with me at some undetermined point in time? You literally just said, would you consider thinking about moving with me when that time comes? And I was just like, well, that, <laughs> To an undefined a, place? In a, this is T-ball. In a year. Yeah. Whack. Yeah, so think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that all I have to say to get out of this mosquito park? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it was. <laughs> and like, all those clarifiers really make it easy to commit. Great work, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. that's my number one. My number one's not very funny. It's like... We'll just do it. I thought I was dying. Later, 
that's basically I mean, it. I everyone's been waiting for one of those. I <laughs> I um, got high, <laughs> followed the pattern, and I <laughs> but I did it late in the night, and I went to bed, and then I woke up like a couple hours later at like five a.m. Still very very high, and I just wasn't expecting it. When I got up, I was kind of dizzy, and my mind immediately went to why did you wake up? Like, why did you wake up randomly? Why are you feeling this way? You must be dying like right now. And yeah, I could not like get it out of my head. I was like, I am dying. And I tried to figure it out. Couldn't. And so I knocked on Rachel's door at literally five in the morning. Rachel was my roommate at the time and she was studying for the bar exam which if you know anyone who's ever studied for it this is a 10 hour day for like 10 weeks where you study nonstop for this bar and like you don't do anything else and you don't have a life and it's very high stakes and it's very like stressful and uh you try to have as regular a schedule as possible so i was knocking on her door at 5 a.m and like rachel i think i'm dying and she's like what and i'm like i just think like Like, I can't really breathe. My heart is like, I think I might be having a heart attack. Like, can you call the ambulance? And she's, yeah. And she's like very groggy. So she's like, you want me to call the ambulance? And so she's like, one second, let me get dressed. And so then I go out to the balcony and I managed to say like, try and take three breaths, like Marion and like actually... Um, you know, like see if you can take three breaths. And so I took the three breaths and they helped and then I was like, okay, like maybe you're just having a panic attack. <laughs> and <laughs> you're not. All right. But like for me, like when it gets that bad, like my arm starts hurting, like a panic yeah. attack, my chest hurts, like everything feels very like real to the point Definitely. where like for part of my 20s, I thought maybe I should just, if I just had a heart attack, then I know what it feel like. And then I wouldn't have to go through like all this, you I know. You're saying that, yeah. You were like, I just get it over. Just I'll like, take yeah. it. Yeah, like just. <laughs> when does this episode air? In a couple of, I don't know, probably three weeks. If you weeks. too are having heart issues or think you might want to improve your heart health, consider joining my American Heart Association Heart Walk team. <laughs> Email us for more information. Are you going to give them any more? Yeah, okay. at my top everything podcast at gmail dot com. I'm glad you said it with me. Weren't you the one saying we should stop overlapping when we talk? Yeah, but I'm the host now, so I had to say it. I'm the fucking host. Well, you didn't say the email, you know? I don't think I, don't. I know the email of you. Anyway, so Rachel, my top everything. Rachel came out. She was like, do you still want me to call the ambulance? I was like, no, but let's go on a walk. We did walk for literally two and a half hours, and she had to talk oh. the whole time. The sun rose while we were walking around Pretty. our neighborhood. Yeah, I felt so bad for her. I just saw her this week. And she brought it up. She's like, oh, remember that time? I was like, boy, howdy do I. Don't I remember it? Yeah. Um, oh, what a good roommate. Yeah, yeah. it's very sweet of her. It's the one week she's not our number one sponsor. I know. <laughs> I know. Damn, should have made her the number two. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've been very lucky that the two times that I've been convinced, truly, truly convinced that I was dying, I had people who... Because the other time was with Savina. Is it was after a night of drinking. See the pattern, and I like went to the bathroom and I felt this very cold, icy tingle. Because that's something that happens when I have the beginning of a panic attack. I have this. It feels like my blood is turning to ice, and there was this icy tingle down my my head, my neck, my spine. I never felt that sensation before at all. And 
I immediately thought, oh my God, something's gone very horribly wrong. And went out to Savina and was like, I'm dying. Like, call, call the ambulance. And Savina was like, what are you talking about? Are you joking? <laughs> she was like, yeah. she was like, That's good. She's like, uh, what? And I was like, I'm dying. And she's like, no, you're not. Bro, I'm looking at you. You're fine. She's like, I don't. I'm, I'm like, gonna- call the ambulance. She's like, I don't understand what you want me to do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's such a severe response. Direct statement. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> what do you want from me right now? She's like, it's 6 a.m. I'm like, I gotta die. Ambulances are 24-7, baby. <laughs> What's your number Damn. one, Nora? My number one is... Uh, the time that two Ecuadorian men stuffed me into a wetsuit. Uh, <laughs> um, this was a day of just high intensity. We started out with some whitewater rafting. The waves were five feet. What is that? Class five? Class four? It was fucking up there. Because when we got done, they were like, we're actually not going to take people down this skin until it calms down a bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went ziplining and OSHA, OSHA did not exist at that place <laughs> at all. We had to walk um, through a llama was, farm after. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, they yeah. tie me up. I don't they speak tie Spanish. Me up. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just lifting my legs because apparently this is a zip tie, zip line where you're supermanning it. Oh, um, I've never been at one of those. And it was over no. this like canyon valley. So it was like you're just staring down like straight thinking, down. Like what if something goes Correct. wrong and I just start plummeting? <laughs> like, Yeah. How long will that fall be before I get sweet release? Um, <laughs> like, what's and well, you never yeah. had a type before. Yes, and I'm a big girl, and I'm like, is this okay for my weight? Will I die? Um, those were thoughts I had. Um, That's awful. It was fine. And then after all of that, we get on a bus again, and <laughs> then we go. We're gonna to go this? rappel down waterfalls, and I'm like, all right. I have a spa that I have to be alive for after this. Uh, reasons <laughs> to live. I have something to live for. <laughs> I have a massage later. <laughs> also, I had gotten my nails done, and so I'm doing all of this in acrylic nails, by the way, because I decided that was a good idea the day before. Um, <laughs> that means nothing to me. No. I'm, but I didn't break a nail, so this is good. Hey, but we impressive. get to this. Thank you. We get to this place for waterfalls and... Uh, like I said, I'm a big girl and we get there and earlier in the day for whitewater rafting, it was no problem. There was a wetsuit and it was like, it was good. And then at this place, they hand me one and I'm like, there's no way my body's going into that. And then they had somebody like switch out of their wetsuit to put me in it. And I was like, started putting this on and I start like getting so hot and so like all of those insecurities about my own body just coming to light and being like, okay, well, I just won't do this. And like those two men that were helping us would not, they were like, no, they're like, we're getting (laughs) you doing this. (laughs) We're getting you into this suit today. Correct. And I popped a Zanny and then they like, they put water and then they just like, they got, I got in that suit. Uh, They put me in there and it was, they they packaged it tight. (laughs) (laughs) it was like if you guys have seen the christmas story the small child that she wraps up in all of the winter clothing and he falls over and he can't get up i am convinced that if i had fallen i would not have been able to get up um because then my like range of motion for my legs weren't that good and then the hike up to 
at this point I'm crying. Uh, and then we have to hike up to the first waterfall and this guy grabs my belt and is like trying to lead me along like a dog. And then there's like this incline, there's like this three foot gap that you have to jump over. And it wouldn't have, it would have been fine if I had my full range of motion. Yeah. But if you, it was, you had to jump up. Was this before or after the, this was the day or two after the canyoning we had done where the rock had almost hit you the little. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I almost done that as a panic attack, but I, I don't think that one quite got there. Yeah. You had too many others uh, that topped it. And if, so I am supposed to, he's like, this man is like holding on to my belt and leading me along and wanting me to walk at a faster pace than I want to be and can be in this moment. And we get to this incline and there's this like hole. So if you like, uh, we're like, we're walking across a riverbank and we're up a bit. And then like five feet down or so is the river. And it's like pretty, there's just a bunch of rocks. There's a bunch of boulders and rocks and the liver, the liver, the river is pretty low. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that was bad. Uh, but I made it over that and I did make it to the top of that f-ing waterfall and yeah, I did rappel did. down it. And, yeah. and I don't think I'm smiling in any of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm really glad i didn't do all of them because there's one where they just drop you down 50 feet and i'm glad i said no i'm glad i said i did i repelled down three waterfalls and i've peaked i have a massage to get to yeah off yeah nice um yeah i'm just impressed that none of us had a panic attack during this podcast Rehash. Yeah, look at that. We're growing. I think my last one <clears throat> was almost a year ago. Hey, at this point, my my cat. Thanks. Thank you. Oh. I'm at zero. My cat. <laughs> I was joking. Um, just shat the litter box. So we. I gotta go. It smells so bad. So Got let's. It. Who's the winner? Yeah. Who had the worst panic attacks? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't think I should win because I didn't remember one of my stories. So I'm going to put myself out on this one. I'm going to put myself forth as the winner of this one right. for the following reasons. What are they? <laughs> Number one, I did great work easing the tension. Number two, I got to be host. I feel like, go me, wonderful. I did great. Wow. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. And number three, I I was just, I was there. You know the motto, be there. I was there. What? We Physically. were all there. <laughs> don't, you don't get that. Do there. I get points no. for being the host every week or like? No, 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 no. No, this you is can your have project. a point for letting me be the host. I, Great I'll work. agree that Wonderful. you win, especially since you're willing to carry it this week. So congrats to our winner, Mara. <laughs> this has been my top everything. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. I'm Bye. Kara. I'm Mara. We didn't do I'm the Mara. Mara. You're Mara. I'm Marion. <laughs> <laughs> and if you... Do worry about your heart. We can go for a little happy walk together. Just send send in pictures of things you find interesting. Yeah. And if you are in the Twin Cities area <laughs> and you want to meet me at Target Field at 9 a.m. on the 20th of May, 2023, there might may or may not be a heart She'll walk. She'll sign autographs. Oh my God! Listen, I used to sign. I used to sign my name as an autograph, and I'd be like, "You're gonna need that one day, because I'm gonna be in the Olympics for volleyball." Bye.
Oh, when was this? What age? Teenager. <laughs> was this like high school? You thought you were gonna be in the Olympics? It was a f***ing, it was a joke. Sorry.